Hi, you're listening to This Is Not Your Practice Life. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friends. I'm a certified life and emotional intelligence coach. And if you really want to step into your highest self, there are a few non-negotiables you're going to have to learn, and I am just the person to help you do it. No matter your past, I'm here to help you create a more fulfilling future. So stick around with me. Not only will I teach you how to navigate your brain's daily mind drama, but I'll help you actually understand your mind, your emotions, why you do the things you do, and why others do the things they do. Most importantly, I'll help you build the self-awareness skills to create whatever results you want. It's never too late to change the trajectory of your life. After all, this is not your practice life. Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. My name is Macy and I am so excited to welcome you to the podcast. If you are excited to grow and really looking for a podcast that is going to help improve your awareness, you are in the right place. And as always, if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for being here. So really quick announcement. Well, two announcements real quick. First one is, as you guys know, I'm in um, a launch right now for early enrollment of the hybrid experience, and I have had a million technical difficulties. I've had to redesign my site to try and make things more clear. I've had issues with things being saved and going through properly. So if you've tried to check any of that out and it's been all over the place, just know it's not you. I don't know if Mercury's in retrograde or what's going on, but it's been a little bit crazy. So what I would encourage you to do is just, if you were checking out that program, go back now. Everything should be good to go, but if you have any issues, let me know. And because of all of the tech difficulties I've had in the last week, I am extending early enrollment by one extra week. So it was supposed to close this Friday on June 16th, 2023. It is now going to close on June 23rd. 2023. So early enrollment with the hybrid experience gives you the upper advantage. You can sign up using a payment plan and be totally paid off by the time we start the program in October. It's a six-month program um, and then we will end in March and at the end of March then you come in an in-person on an in-person retreat and it's going to be in 30A Florida. There's also the option if you would like to upgrade your experience you can do the VIP package that's going to be fun. We're going to go yachting and have a private chef on board. Um, you get some little bonuses. You can check all of that out on the website. So that's announcement number one. The second announcement is that I would really like to teach another free masterclass and on Instagram I asked for topics to be sent anonymously through my link and I have been receiving some really great topics so just make sure that you're on my email list because that is typically where all of the information is sent out. Um, Again, the master classes are completely free. They're on topics that you all want coaching on and I had some really good ones come through. So I'm making plans for that now, but in order to know about them, you're going to want to get on my email list at macyrenee.com. Okay. All right. Those are the announcements. Now let's get to the content. We are going to talk about how to stand up for yourself as a people pleaser. Raise your hand if you're a people pleaser. I'm a recovering people pleaser. 
I still sometimes get stuck in people pleasing, but I've gotten a lot better. And I think the the most challenging thing for people pleasers is feeling like they can stand up for themselves and honor what they really want because a lot of times they feel guilt when they do this. So I'm going to walk you through the steps that I have taken over the last several years as someone recovering from people pleasing and hopefully help you move through this kind of personality trait that you've adopted so that way you don't feel constantly pressured by needing to please other people. Okay, so here is step one. The first step, if you are a people pleaser and you're wanting to learn how to stand up for yourself more, you need to get clear on why you want to please that person or group of people in the first place. So get really clear. Why do you want to please this person or that person or this group of people? What do you gain or feel emotionally when that person or those people are pleased. Okay, so that's really important to address on why there is such a need or desire to do it in the first place. Everybody's reason for this may be different. For instance, if it's a parent, you might want to please them because you feel love is reciprocated. And you feel like if you tell them no, they might withdraw love. And maybe they even do. Whether that is the real fact of the matter or not, it can be very, very traumatizing for our system, our body, to experience what we think is a withdrawal of love. So even if that's not what the other person intends to do, you know, when they, you know, maybe ignore you after they don't get the answer that they want, like whatever action that takes place from being told no or whatever answer that you want to say, a lot of times the way that we interpret it in our system is this feeling of unsafety of, oh no, they're mad at me or they don't love me as much or they don't like me as much. So you want to get clear on why you want to please in the first place. What do you gain whenever you are pleasing them? So again, it could be that you feel loved, you feel validated, you feel um, you know, really good about the decision that you made because it made somebody else happy. You feel in service of them, like you know, you feel indebted to them. It could, whatever reason you want to get clear on why. Why are you wanting to people please in the first place? Then step two is get clear on what you think would happen if you stopped pleasing them. So what would you really do, say, or avoid if you weren't fearful or worried about the response that they were going to have? Okay, so what I mean by this on getting clear on what you think would happen if you stopped pleasing them, our brain fails ahead of time. Our brain catastrophic catastrophizes, catastrophizes, oh my gosh, I can't say that. You know what I mean. Basically, our brain makes many things a catastrophe. (laughs) So let me just say it like that because I clearly can't say it the other way. Our brain loves to make a catastrophe out of things and with this, it anticipates what people might do. So even if someone doesn't behave the way that we think or doesn't respond the way that we think, what our brain is really good at is thinking 
10 steps ahead and anticipating what they might do or what they might say in response to you standing up for yourself or you giving a true answer that you wouldn't normally give, the non-people-pleasing answer. And so what I want you to do is get really clear on what you think would happen because ultimately whatever you're anticipating is what is keeping you from actually stopping the people-pleasing behavior. You've got to get really clear on why you want to please them and what you think would happen if you don't. Okay, because again, once you figure out what you think would happen if you don't please them, it really shows you what you're afraid to feel. If you're, you know, anticipating that they're going to be mad or angry or they're going to ignore you or they're going to love you less or they're going to be mean to you, again, anticipating any of that, what your system is actually telling you is I'm afraid to feel those feelings or I'm resistant to feeling those feelings. I don't want to feel hated. I don't want to feel as if I've disappointed someone. I don't want to feel unlovable. I don't want to feel these things. And that shows you exactly where your work is, okay? The third thing is to acknowledge the part of you that really wants to be seen, validated, praised, heard, loved. Like you need to learn how to give this part of you some serious grace. Because again, the emotions that you're resistant to feel, if you don't people please, like it's almost like the inner child inside of you just wants to be acknowledged, seen, praised, heard, loved, right? So when you anticipate that you wouldn't receive that anymore by giving your true answer, it just shows like that almost like, I don't want to say wounded inner child, but like that inner child that really just needs to be shown some grace and to be reminded that it's okay to feel those uncomfortable emotions that we're often resistant to and still hold our ground and still stand up for ourselves, and still give our true answer and live our truth regardless of the reaction of other people, even though we do want to make them happy, okay? The fourth thing is start noticing and listening to your gut responses. So what do you notice if you stop long enough and don't give in to the people-pleasing? What is your most authentic answer or response When someone maybe reaches out to you to ask you to do something or ask for your help with something or ask, you know, for your opinion on something, like if you just give yourself a moment to pause and listen to what your gut response is, what is your intuitive response? What would you say if you had no fear in the world that they would be upset with you? And it doesn't mean that you have to like blurt out this impulsive answer, um, you know, and it has to come off as this very harsh thing. It just means being very still and listening to your own system first. So for instance, if someone says, hey, Macy, can you come fly in on X and X date and stay for four weeks? I may want to make them happy and go stay for four weeks, but I know my gut answer is like, no, I have a maximum maybe of two and I don't, 
I know that I don't want to do four. If I was still people pleasing, I might be like, sure, I'll come do four. And then I'm going to be feeling resentment for the answer that I gave because it wasn't my truest response. If, you know, I was anticipating they'll be upset or they'll be disappointment or they'll judge me for my answer. Instead, I have to be willing to sit with that moment of that gut intuition of like, oh no, four is not going to work. Two, yeah, maybe. A week and a half, sure. And really give myself that space where I don't just give in immediately and people please, but I hold space for my own authentic response. And that brings me to the fifth thing, and that is to honor your answer and feel the discomfort. So sometimes, you know, when you decide to stop people pleasing, you like you're, well, I would say a lot of the times, actually, you're still going to feel discomfort when you share your true answer, especially in the beginning. Okay. When someone asks you to go somewhere, do something or, or, you know, expect something from you and you actually honor your truth and you honor your answer, it's going to feel uncomfortable, especially if this is not a muscle you're used to to working or building. Okay. So you're going to have to get really comfortable with the discomfort and just allow yourself to feel it knowing nothing has actually gone wrong. It's just an emotion that's circulating your body because you're honoring your truth. And it's something very commendable and something that your body has to learn how to become more familiar with. So that brings me to the last few things. You want to let yourself be wildly uncomfortable and just notice what comes up for you when you honor your truest answer and practice getting comfortable in that feeling because over time, it's not going to feel as challenging as it does right now. When I first started practicing, you know, less people pleasing, I was super uncomfortable. I would just cringe at the thought of answering back a text where I knew that they would be disappointed or upset or possibly mad. And, you know, I didn't want them to have those emotions. But also, here's the thing, you're not responsible for other people's emotions. And every time you're anticipatory about what they may feel, you're also oftentimes taking responsibility for their emotions. And so what you end up doing is is basically disregarding your own needs, your own wants, your own desires, your own plans, because you're taking responsibility that if you don't do what they want, they won't be able to control themselves or their emotions. And so you think you're responsible. So you end up stretching yourself really thin in order to kind of combat the discomfort that they may feel. But then you end up getting mad at yourself because you put yourself in discomfort, right? And you don't take responsibility for your own emotional experience. Your job here is to honor your truth and let yourself feel wildly uncomfortable and let them feel whatever it is they're feeling. They might not even be upset. They might be more so shocked that you've actually said no, especially if they're used to a certain behavior from you, but it doesn't mean that everything's going to go to hell in a handbasket. Although our brain 
loves to tell us that it will. So this is just your reminder that if you're learning like how to stop people pleasing and how to stand up for yourself, these are the steps you want to take yourself through in order to work through the people pleasing behavior that you have maybe adopted over time. And it oftentimes starts in childhood for various reasons. Again, we like to please, right? We we want to make our loved ones happy. We want to make our significant other happy. We want our friends to be happy. And as soon as our brain anticipates that something we may say or do may, may not make them happy, it goes into overdrive of like, oh no, I have to disregard my own needs and make sure that I please them just in case they don't have emotional control. And I just want to remind you that it is their job job to manage their emotions and their thinking and what they experience from that and it's your job to do the same in your own lane for what you're going through as well. Okay, so if you have any questions with this, if you're struggling with this, if you, you know, want to work on this, you're more than welcome to reach out or visit macyrene.com, schedule a free 60-minute consult. We can talk about what options can be best if, you know, some self-awareness, mindset, emotional intelligence work is what you're wanting to do. And um, other than that, I hope that you all have an amazing day, shorter episode today. Have a great week and I will see you all again next week. Bye. Hey there, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at Macy Renee Coaching. And if you want to stay up to date on all of my offers, announcements, and inspirational emails, you can join my email list at MacyRenee.com. In addition, if there's a way that I can further support you in your coaching journey, you can schedule a free 60-minute consult at macyrenee.com anytime you want so we can discuss the best options for you. I look forward to seeing you next week, and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye!